Hey guys, welcome back to Growing Flowers from Our Graves podcast. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for tuning in and joining me for episode four. As you can tell by the title, we are going to be talking about serving when we are in need. And we're going to be reading um, the book of Colossians and Galatians. So let's dive right in. So Galatians 3.23. Now, the book of Galatians is when Paul wrote to the churches in, I'm terrible at reading and pronouncing these names in the Bible. I'm working on this. Colossae, while he was in prison. Uh, This was probably back in, when he was in Rome around AD 62. This letter was penned around the same time as Philemon and Ephesians. All three of these letters were delivered by Tychus and Onesimus. I'm probably saying that wrong, but again, these are really hard to pronounce for me. But so the key theme is Christ is Lord over creation, including the invisible real. He has redeemed his people and he's enabling them to participate with him in his death and resurrection. Why can't I speak today? Resurrection. Sorry. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and just get right into scripture and we actually don't have a lot to read today but I think this topic is very important and again I feel like I I like to talk on things um, based on what I'm going through in my life it's more um, easier for me to speak on I won't ever come on here and discuss something that I didn't go through or I'm not going through um, or something that I don't have experience in because I feel like um, it's easier for me to get the message out how God wants it to come out when I can share my testimony, I can share my personal experiences based on um, each topic that I come on here to to bring messages to you guys. And um, I do hope that this message comes across um, in the best way that God has put it into my heart. I feel like today I'm like all stumbly with my words, so I apologize, but uh, let's go ahead and get into scripture. So we're looking at Colossians 3, 23 to 24. So it's, it's, hold on, I'm on the wrong page. Okay. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. And then, actually, I'm going to go on um, and do four one, and it says, Masters, treat your bound servants justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. And I, I actually love that. I, sh- I probably, well, it was after, but I should have started with that first. Um, so it says, Masters, treat your bound servants justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. So when we are called to serve others, 
we have to understand that you know we we also have a master we have to um obey god we serve god and um i believe in this so strongly because for a while i i was always and and actually i wouldn't even say i'm completely out of this because i'm currently still learning how to navigate through this but i'm always fixated on me 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 and i feel like this is a problem a lot of us have is that we're we're so worried about what we need what we're going through um what we don't have uh, what's going on in our life we're just so fixated on us that we don't see the bigger picture we don't see how god sees you know god is god of everybody god sees everything that's going on he sees um not just our problems but he does still see the worldly problems he sees the problems our neighbors are going through and the best thing that god can do or does i should say is he will use a neighbor to bless you or you to bless a neighbor and god always knows the right moves to make on the chessboard so he knows you know what he can send into your life that you can handle and he will always equip you to handle everything so we're always so stuck on you know what we're going through what we need what we need um and we're always coming out of a a lack mindset i feel like i feel like we're always thinking that we're lacking something um and for me this was something i struggled with for a while i always thought you know well i'm in need how can i serve others when i'm in need i don't have anything to give i don't have um, any way i can help somebody else i can't even help myself and that was coming from a, a mindset of sacredy where i wasn't you know looking at all the blessings that i do have everything that i do have and how i'm already blessed enough that i don't need to be so worried about all the things that i need god already provided so much that i'm not in need you know i might i might feel as though i'm lacking but i'm not and I think this goes back into play with the episode of trusting God and also um living out of survival mode and trusting God. Um I believe that was episode 2. Um if you did not hear that one, I think you should go back and listen because that was a really a uh, good word, a good message, and I feel like that kind of goes into play with with um serving because you know, we're so busy living out of survival mode that we don't look um at the abundance of life that we have and we don't look at the possibilities that we can offer to someone else to to be of a servant and in colossians 23 it says whatever you do work heartily as for the lord and not for men so one we should always be looking to work for God. We should always look to to serve. We should always look um to do things that is is godly and to act as of his character. Um and and now as I'm I'm getting into reading my Bible um more consistently, more heavenly and um studying the Bible, 
I have fallen in love with with the whole Bible study with actually reading my Bible. And for so many years, I can't believe I put off reading it. And I think it's just because the Bible is so big and um, a lot of it can be confusing uh, when you're not praying to God, when you're not asking for wisdom and guidance, or if you're not seeking help um, from a church, from a Bible study, from someone who's more knowledgeable. Um, I do know as a beginner for me, I struggled so much with understanding it. And that's what turned me away from wanting to read it. But now as I'm gaining more understanding, more wisdom, and God is providing me the vision to see through his eyes and his understanding and not my own, I am loving reading my Bible because I feel like the Bible stories in there relate so much to what's going on in today's world. And I just love to learn about God's character because he is the God of good, God of truth, God of love, the God of mercy. And all his character traits in the Bible makes me want to be a better person and to act more like his character and less of mine. I want to be more like Christ and less of the flesh because when you compare the two, there's really no comparison. The way God behaves and the way God treats his people and the way uh, God chose to die for us and you know the way he chooses to love us and take care of us. And then when you look at what the world has to offer, it's so incomparable like the world can only offer us you know things that are temporary things that aren't uh fulfilling but christ fulfills us in in a way that is just so unexplainable um and when you really begin to try to work on yourself and change yourself and to you know inhabit more of god's traits you're gonna really look and see and you're gonna look you're gonna look back at the way you used to behave and you're gonna be like wow like it's just gonna be like a light bulb goes off in your head and it was like wow like I can't believe I behaved that way or I can't believe I used to do that or I can't believe I was choosing that over choosing God and um we really get to um what's the word I'm looking for we really get to um Oh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, what I'm trying to say is we really get to uh, like reflect. We get to reflect on, you know, our past life. And we could really learn from from our mistakes, from the way we used to behave. And the way we are being called to behave, to be obedient, to be um, servants, and to be loving and caring. And we can really... Um, we could really take our our old dirt, our old dirty laundry, our old uh, messy lives, and transform it. Transform it into something beautiful. Uh, transform ourselves into something more worthy. And I believe that when we serve others, we're also doing a service to ourselves. We're also helping ourselves grow as a person. So even though we might not be benefiting from the serving financially, you know, that's like, um, 
you may have a couple of dollars left in your pocket and you're walking by and you see a homeless person and you decide to give them your last couple of dollars. Okay, well now you don't have money for yourself. Instead of feeling like now I'm lacking, think about the the other side of it. Like, wow, I just helped someone out who was in need, you know, like think of the the blessing that you're doing. Think of the the good act that you're doing because that's what God looks down on us and and also judges us by the way that we treat others and um that's when you will be of good reward which is the next line says knowing that from the lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward you are serving the lord christ because god's going to to bless you 10 times when you bless someone else God is going to multiply your blessings because of the good act that you do. Because God, how, how do I say this? God wants, he wants us to be obedient in the way that, again, we're not just thinking of ourselves, but we're thinking like, like how Jesus did. You know, Jesus wasn't, almighty and powerful and and used his um his power to bless himself or just his family or his selective amount of people no god god decided that he was going to create his son in his form and he was going to be like him and yes jesus was still also human so he did still have a lot of uh temptations and um he did have a lot of worldly obstacles that he had to face and come across but in the end jesus was good he was loving and when you continue to read throughout the bible the different things that he did for people the healing um the blessing when he took the loaves of of bread and the fish and multiplied it and fed five thousand people like when you begin to hear those stories and see his character and how <clears throat> excuse me how good he was that should just warm your heart to be like wow i want to be like that because that's what it does for me um you know and again it goes back to we have to be in a place of wanting to serve um a place of living out of gratitude and that's another thing that is major um key is that we need to to start living more out of a place of gratitude because that opens up our hearts and our mind to get out of the the living in the lack living in the survival mode and living in the abundance that we do already have and opening opening us up to being able to serve others because as long as you know you're already blessed and you already know god is working on your blessings god is preparing the way for you you don't have to keep feeling like oh well i'm in i'm in need myself i can't go and help others no you'll be like you know what god's working on that for me let me see what i can go do for my neighbor or oh i've just heard that story of my friend's friend who who needed this and you know what actually i have that or i can get that for her or i have this resource who can help such and such person you know and that's that's what god wants us to do to trust him with the work that we need done and to to be of a blessing to someone else and 
when we understand that we are children of a promise, we are called to be faithful, we can learn to, to wait on God for him to come and deliver us and for him to bring forth those promises because God is true to his promises. God is faithful. And this goes back to the episode of trusting God because you have to be you have to be able to trust God to, to know these things, to know that, okay, God made this promise to me and I believe that he's true to his word, that he's going to fulfill his promises. And now that's not to say, okay, um, you want a Lamborghini and God promises to, you know, give us our desires. No, our desires does have to match with what God wants for us. So sometimes we feel like God's not blessing us. God's not um, coming through on what we want or what we need. But really, God is is not fulfilling the things that we want and need because it's not for our benefit. That's not what he wants for us. But one thing I can say is that he will provide something better. And to put this to example, um, back in 2020, I had my brother's second car at the time i had it for a couple of years um he had gotten incarcerated and i took over his car note i really needed a car and um my mom had it under her name co-signed so she already had a car so um it was given to me to take over the car note and make the payments and i can have the car um now I didn't pick this car. This wasn't, you know, um, a car that, you know, I probably would say I really wanted. But at the time, I was in need. It was opportunity. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'll take it. I'm not going to be picky. I really need a car. Um, So I took the car and it was a Chevy Malibu. And I believe it was a 2014, 2014 Chevy Malibu. Um, And I got it around 20... 2016 I want to say 2016 2017 um, was when I got it so it really was kind of still a new car you know from 14 to 16 or 17 that's only like a couple of years old you know what I mean like it was a good car had good mileage um, you know and it was a blessing but in the back of my head I was living out of you know this is not this was not what I desired you know like I I don't want not that I don't want the car, but I didn't want that particular car. Like I wanted something better. And I was so fixated on, you know, what I really wanted that I didn't see the abundance I was already living in. And, um, years went past, I want to say around like 20, 2019, the ending of 2019, going into 2020. Um, I was struggling financially and, I think this was before COVID. Yeah. I want to say this was like before COVID. Um, I was struggling financially and I was unable to pay the car note and the car ended up getting repossessed. And um, I didn't have the funds to take it out of repossession. Um, so I ended up just letting them take the car. And now I feel like a part of me also let them take the car because it wasn't the car that I wanted. It wasn't the car that I desired. And, um, turns out for the better, they was able to sell the car. Um, my mom doesn't owe any money. 
Um, but it was a whole thing. It was a whole mess. It was chaos. My mom was pissed and she was like, you know, thinking, oh, you're going to mess up my credit and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, in the end, in my, in the back of my head, I'm like, um, I really helped you, you know, like this wasn't my car. No, this wasn't my car that I chose. This was my brother's car. And so it was a whole debate. Um, but the situation got worked out, but now I stepped into a trial and error where God put me into a position of um, humbling me and was like, okay, so you didn't want the car that I provided for you. You were so stuck on, you know, wanting better and so stuck on and having those thoughts in your head, like, oh, this wasn't the car that I want, you know, like, this is just a regular car. Like, this isn't like my car. Like, this is not the car that I desire. And he put me in a struggle because for weeks, and I want to say for about a month or two, probably like two months, I was carless. I had to Uber to work. Um, I had to, you know, really um, tighten up on my finances because I had to save so I can get another car. And I really had to humble myself because, um, you know, there was times where I was in need. I needed to go food shopping or something and I had to ask people for help to take me. Um, I really had to get into my resources and um, it was it was a humbling period. And I was like, wow, like it made me miss the car that I had that I really didn't want at the time. And I was like, um, I should have prioritized paying that car note because, you know, even though it wasn't a car that I desired, it wasn't a car that I really want. It was still a car that I needed. And it was a blessing to have a car. And now look at me, I'm taking Uber, spending more money on Uber, um, carless, I can't go out and do as I please. And um, it was just, it was, it was a tough period of my life. And it, it really humbled me and made me realize like, you know, I need to stop focusing on the future. I need to stop focusing on the things that I want and start living out of gratitude for the things that I already had. You know, I already had a, a vehicle to take me from point A to B and it was a new vehicle. It was a decent car. So, um, and I wouldn't say I was completely ungrateful. You know, I, I had some gratitude, but those little thoughts were, like I said, were still always in the back of my mind. Like, oh, that's not the car that I want. Like, you know, and um, I was just really, really humbled. And I was like, you know what, God, I'm sorry, because now I'm feeling it of not having a car. And God's like, you know, the things that I bless you with, other people are asking me for those things. And that's like the the ultimate way to humble yourself is to think about this. The things that you already have is someone else's prayer. And let that sink in because it took me this experience in my life to really be like, wow, like I need to start being more grateful and stop complaining and stop uh you know, taking the things that I have for granted, because there was so many other people that I see day in and day out who don't have a car, who have um, maybe an older car or more beat up car, um, who have to take public transportation. And here I was blessed with a car that was only, you know, three years out of date, uh, had good mileage. Um, it was pretty put together, you know, like it was, it was nice. Um, and it was getting me around town. Like I was able to get to work. I was able to go out with my daughter, hang out in the city. 
And here I was just, you know, not living out of that full gratitude. And God was like, okay, well, I'm going to take that blessing from you. And, you know, maybe this will help you begin to realize that you need to be more grateful. And um, I, I thank God to this day for that. And, you know, sometimes I, I fail to continue um, to know this. You know, there's times where... And, and we're, we're human, so we're bound to complain about things. We're bound to, you know, find the lack in things that we don't have and to feel certain feelings that we do because that's of the flesh. But when we read our Bible, when we pray, um, when we ask for God's help and his guidance, he will remind us of these things, that we are already blessed. We are already abundant. And we don't have to, to feel like we're lacking anything. We don't have to feel like God's not... Um, gonna give us our our call our desires he's not gonna fulfill our calling he's not gonna um fulfill our promises that he's promised to us and at this time um after that happened it was not long after i want to say probably like two weeks god uh he didn't leave me forsaken for long you know i didn't have a car i didn't get a car within two weeks no but God opened um, opportunity of a blessing for me. Um, we had gotten a new co-worker at the time and um, he would always offer me rides home. And it was just like, okay, like, thank you, God. Thank you for that. You know, you didn't, you didn't leave me uh, forsaken for long. You know, he didn't just throw me into the wilderness and didn't provide and didn't, you know, do any of that. Like, no, Two weeks later, he was like, okay, I think you you got the point and, you know, I'm going to send someone to help you out. So he sent that person. I was so grateful for that um, because it was costing me a lot of money in Ubers. And I was like, okay, that is a, a lesson that I, I should never forget. Um, but so he, he provided that. And then two months later, he opened the opportunity where I was able to get a car. And funny enough, I got the car that I wanted. Um, I wanted a, a Jeep. Um, I wanted the Wrangler originally, but I was, I was, I was out of my league. I already knew that a Wrangler was just too much money and I had my daughter and, um, but I, I loved the Jeeps. So I ended up getting a Jeep Cherokee, a 2020 in 2020. And I was just like, wow, God, thank you. And God, God reminded me like, I'm going to fulfill my promises when it matches, you know, with my, my plan for your life, but within my own time too. And he was also reminding me of, you know, the in-between little things. Like I needed to be more financially responsible because I needed to prioritize paying my car notes. I need to money manage. Um, and I needed to, you know, not try to always jump the gun. You know, God's like, I've just given you this blessing and you're already on to the next best thing. And that is something we struggle with in our human flesh is that we always want the next best thing. We're always so fixated on, okay, well, what's next? What's next? Oh, okay. I just accomplished that. Okay. Now, now what, now what can I go do now? And God's like, chill out like chill. I got this. I'm in control. I'm running the shots here. I I just want you to enjoy. Enjoy what you just was given, you know? You just got blessed. Just sit in that blessing. Sit and enjoy that. Or you just accomplished that and I just helped you accomplish that. Like just sit and enjoy that. And you know, it's funny cuz I think back to when I graduated high school 
And now I struggled terribly in high school, like terribly. <laughs> I barely made it out of there. Um, I went to summer school twice. Uh, first was my freshman year and then my senior year, funny enough. Um, and I struggled so bad. And when I finally graduated um, from my senior year and I was just so happy to get out of there, I should have I should have chilled for a little bit. I should have, you know, not been uh, so caught up on, you know, okay, well, now what can I do? Now what can I do? Um, and I, I actually ended up chilling. You know, God, hum he, he put me in a chill spot because I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter. But I was already in my mind. My mind was running a thousand miles per hour. Like, okay, now what do I have to do? Now what do I have to do? Now what am I going to do? And um, it was just, it, it's exhausting. It's exhausting trying to to do God's work, trying to be in control of our future and control our blessings and control our paths. And God's like, just leave it to me. I know the right way. And only I am capable of controlling your life. Only I am capable of, you know, dictating which steps come next, you know, what opportunities are going to be right for you. And I feel like that's why we we put ourselves through so much trouble and I've learned to stop complaining to God about the troubles that I put myself into. And um, if you heard my one podcast about my flat tire situation, um, I believe that was episode one, I want to say. Um, but yeah, that that situation and other situations that I go through reminds me like, I can't blame God for things when God gives us the opportunity to leave it to him or to go the way he tells us to go and and not do what we want to do and not uh, try to control and not try to you know be the master of our life and I really don't complain to God anymore when I go through things if anything I come to him and I laugh with him and I sit there and I repent and I'm like you know thank you God and I know that you know and I just uh, confess, like, I know that this was my fault. You know, I, I know I made that choice to do that, which led me into this situation. And um, when I look back and I think of a lot of the things I've been through, it was because of that reason. God didn't um, set me up for destruction. He didn't put me in those uh, places to do the things that I did. No, I went about my own way, did my own thing, and I failed. I destructed my life. I allowed Satan and the enemy to to guide me into, you know, the devil's den. And I was dancing with devils and God didn't calm that for my life. He didn't have that plan. So I feel like we, we can't always sit and blame God, you know, like, God, why, why does happen to us? You know, God, I can't pay my rent this month, you know, but then God's like, okay, well, you went shopping, um, last week, you spent what, $200. Oh, and then you, you went, got your hair, your nails done, your lashes, uh, your pet manicure, pedicure. That's that's like another $300. Okay. And then what else did you do? Oh, yeah. And you went out to eat, you know, five days a week. You bought Starbucks every morning before you went to work. Next thing you know it. Well, <laughs> that's your rent money. And it's like, okay, God, thank you. Thank you for reminding me that it was my fault again. You know, it's like, it's so funny because I really be cracking up with God. Like, I be laughing with him now. And I just be like, so humbled. And I just be like, God, I'm sorry. 
And the crazy part is, is God still comes through. He still comes through. Like that car situation, he still sent me that person that was going to bless me and offer me rides. And he didn't have to do that. He could have just let me struggle. He he wasn't the type of God and father that was like, okay, that's it. Like you're out on your own. You're in the wilderness. Now you got to wait till I bless you or you could try to figure it out on your own again. Like, no, God provided. And I believe that this is why we could we can learn to chill. We can learn to chill and we can learn to to stop thinking about ourselves all the time and start thinking about others, you know, because that's another thing. We're not the only ones in need. I'm not the only one who can't pay my rent this month. I'm not the only one that didn't have a car, who was taking public tra- uh, public transportation. I wasn't the only one that, you know, got my heart broken or, you know, whatever it is that we're dealing with. We're not the only one. So stop thinking about yourself. Stop thinking about just you, 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 you. Other people are going through the same exact thing. The same thing. Or been through the same thing. And we can learn from the ones that been through it already. Um, I think that is the the greatest uh, blessing of life is people. Because we all have our own journeys. We all have our own experiences. But a lot of it is relatable. We all kind of go through the same things in different ways. Um, we have different journeys. But a lot of a lot of our life lessons can be learned from other people's stories. And... I think also when we learn to serve others, we learn to be in communion and uh, build a community with others, you know? You get to, to be a part of a community where you can start to meet these people that, you know, because maybe something you're struggling with, that thing that you're so in need of, maybe that person got it or maybe that person um, had it before. You know, we don't know, but You never know how you blessing someone can open a blessing to you. And that actually happened to me once. And I don't remember quite the story, but I had met somebody who had something I was looking for. And I want to say, I believe it was about a job. I believe this was about a job. I was looking for a job and I met this person, I think at a bar and um, we was talking, talking, and they had the job. I was looking for the job, and they was complaining about something else, and um, it was funny because we was just exchanging stories, and I really can't remember the story, and it's gonna bother me, but I remember, like, we was just sitting there and talking, and I was just thinking in my head, like, wow, God, I'm talking to someone who has what I'm looking for, and I have what they're looking for, and, you know, we was kind of just, like, giving each other advice, and it was just, it was a great talk. It was an amazing talk, and I'm gonna have to figure out this story because, um, I've been through just so many things in my life, so many, I have so many stories, I have so many uh, testimonies, and it just, it's so nice to look back and just always be reminded of, you know, the different walks that God put me on, the different paths that I've been on, the different people that I met and learned from, um, or that I was able to help and bless. And it's amazing. It's amazing what God can do. So I have a question and I want you to, to really think about it. Let it really soak in. Um, Maybe you could write it down and journal about it later, but I want to know, are you spirit-led or are you led by the flesh? 
And what I mean by that is, are you always continuing? Are you the type of person, like I said, who always continues to to go your way, to to disobey God and try to fix things yourself, or um, are you someone who who waits, waits for God to direct your steps, wait for God to to open the door and show you which way to go? Which type of person are you? And I want you to know that the spirit shows us when and where to take our next step and while also giving us the power to do so. So when we are led by the spirit, the spirit is uh, the dictator. The spirit would put in our heart, okay, go and do this. And it doesn't just end there. The spirit's like, okay, go and do this. And then we're called to figure out, well, how, how do we do that? No. And do it this way. This is how you're going to do it. Oh, here are some resources for you to do it. God will always provide the the whole way through. He doesn't just open the door and then you're walking through the door blindly um, and you're, you're figuring the rest out on your own. No. God is not a half God. He is almighty. He is the great I am. He is our father and he will always see the full way through. So when you feel called by God to, to serve, trust in him. Trust that he will guide your steps and give you the power of the spirit to do so. And this and, and whatever you feel called to do, trust in God to give you the strength, to give you the abilities, to give you the resources, to give you everything that you would need to do what God calls you to do. And this is something that I recently uh, felt so overpowered with was that I was so in in a mindset where it's like, okay, I want to serve God. I want to, to, you know, begin to stop thinking about myself and think about others. How can I help others? How, how, how? And I, I failed to realize that, you know, God is not just calling me to serve, but he's going to show me how I just need to keep praying. I just need to keep reading his word. I just need to keep listening for him to, to direct me. And, um, you know, sometimes we feel like we can't serve because, like I said, we feel like we don't have the resources. We don't have the money to serve. We don't have um, the ability. But no, we do. And if we don't, God's going to show us how. You know, maybe you might not be able to fully help somebody, but maybe someone you know can can be a blessing to somebody. You know, maybe you can be that third party connection to, to helping someone out. You know, God always has a miracle way of making things work and it might not always be through you well it would always be through you it might not always be by you but it could be through you so it might not be you know maybe your yourself that's doing the full work but maybe you have a connection to someone else who can help and you know this also goes into having an open mindset being more open when we're so closed in on ourselves we don't see that we don't see how the connections can can tie up together so it's important to know that when you feel called to serve when you begin to to feel like god's putting on your heart like you know to serve your community um and now serving can come in many different ways, many different forms. Um, and it might not always be, you know, community. It could be, you know, someone in your household, um, you know, just sometimes we can serve people in the smallest of ways um, that we don't require us to do much 
Um, and it's funny because, you know, sometimes I feel like God puts it on my heart to to be of a, a servant to, to my own child, you know, um, to to maybe just sit there with her and, and play Barbies and, you know, just uh, make her day better by being there, being being uh, active with her. And, you know, like I said, serving can come in many different ways. It can be something so simple. It might not even require much of you. But if you don't get your mind off of yourself, if you don't get your mind off of, you know, what you need done or what you have on your to-do list, you know, maybe you can just be a servant to others and and help someone else by doing something on their to-do list. And it's funny because I used to have this friend and um, she was my best friend a couple of years ago. And uh, she hated to do her dishes. Like there was always dishes in her sink when I went to her house. She hated to do her dishes. Um, she wasn't much of a cleaner. She just hated cleaning. Uh, she'll probably clean, you know, wait till the weekend to clean. But throughout the whole week, her house was a mess. And I have OCD. Like I have OCD. I cannot stand the mess. I cannot stand dishes in the sink. And I'm just that type of person. Like if I go to your house and you are my friend, and there's dishes in your sink, I'm going to wash your dishes. And uh, I believe I was serving her in that way because I would always, always wash her dishes every time I was at her house. I would take my time out of my my day or even just time out of coming there to spend time with her, and I'll wash the dishes, and maybe I'll wash the dishes, and we'll just be still chatting and just catching up, and it was still a great time. But, you know, that was some that was the way that I was able to, to serve her, you know, I was able to help her get something off her to do list. She didn't have to worry about the dishes. So, you know, sometimes it doesn't require money or, or a lot from us. But there's many ways we can serve people, but we need to be thinking about others so we can start to see how we can help other, like help with others. See, I can't talk today. Um, and when we walk in the spirit, abundant fruit is born for the joy of the bearer as well as those around him or her. So, you know, serving others doesn't just, like I said, benefit that person. It could benefit us. It could benefit their family, um, depending on how you're serving them. You know, it, it, it could be a blessing to more than one person. And I believe that is how we should be acting um, godly like, you know, just thinking of how to, to help spread love, how to help spread joy. Because like I said, everyone is going through something. Everyone is going through their own life battles, their own struggles. Um, and we just need to, to have more joy in our lives and spread more joy, spread more love and just just be able to, to you know, do the work of God's kingdom and just remind people sometimes. Like when I started this podcast, I I had no idea um, what I was gonna do because I I am very nervous when it comes to like um, public speaking and uh, videos. And I was just like, God. And it's funny because I, I use this uh, app where you're able to do video podcasts or just audio and I'm not comfortable yet to do videos but I do want to and I want to put them on my YouTube channel eventually um and it's funny because I was like no I'm just doing audio I'm just doing audio and even doing audio still makes me nervous but you know this is me being a servant to God because I'm able to spread his message I'm able to spread my my knowledge of what I know about the Bible, about Christ, and about my experiences, because someone on here who's listening might have 
been uh, in need of that message or maybe right now you guys don't have a car and you're like, okay, like I, I needed that, you know, um, or, you know, maybe something I say is related to you or um, something that, you know, you're dealing with and I'm able to help, you know, give you uh, the knowledge and the wisdom and just God's word and how he's going to provide and come through for you. And this is one of the ways I can serve. And now this is not costing me money. You know, I have to take time out of, you know, my day. Um, and I apologize if you hear my baby in the background. I have not been able to record um, and get this out soon enough like I wanted to because of my busy life. But just still making the time to do this is, is being a servant to God because I know this is what God wants me to do. He wants me to spread his word and he wants me to put myself out there as a, a believer and a, a Jesus lover and a follower of Christ and help save others and help you guys uh, get closer to him. And I feel so heartily about this. So this is something that I'm going to prioritize every time and we're going to get it done. So it's getting done today. But if you hear little screams in the background, she's in her cooing stage and um, I'm trying to uh, get this done before she gets super active because she just woke up from her nap. Um, but so just remember, uh, like I said, the things that you already have, someone else is praying for and God will use what you have already to bless others you know god's not gonna call you to serve someone in a way that you're just unable to and you know what i take that back maybe he might but he's gonna have a way like i said he might send someone to help you serve that person he might show you a resource that you can utilize to help that person or to help do the thing that he's calling you to do so although the yield may seem small now it is the evidence that the spirit is at work and guiding and providing. And that is important to know is that we think sometimes, oh, like we think of the smallest blessings. Like back when I had that car and I was so like, oh, you know, it's not the car I want. That was such a small blessing to me. But at the same time, it was a big blessing because when it got taken away, I was like, wow, that is a main necessity in my life that I had and that I was taking for granted. And now I'm here struggling on getting from point A to point B. And I really overlooked that blessing. So sometimes you think the blessing's small to you. But again, remember, someone else is praying so hard for that blessing that you have. And I also got humbled when I moved into this apartment. And I still go through a daily battle of it because I would say that I'm not 100% content with my apartment, but God's working on this with me. Um, we just, we had a lot of issues with the apartment, um, plumbing, uh, we had um, a pest issue, and um, it's just been trial and error in here. And uh, it's just, you know, there's not a lot of closet space. Like there's just so many things that I can, I can point out that I hate about it, but there is a lot that I can point out that I love about it. And, um, it's funny cause I was speaking with somebody that I've met on Bumble, which is like the friend meeting app. And, you know, she was just telling me she's moving into her first apartment. And I was just like, wow, like I remember when I moved into my first apartment and then that opened my mind to think, wow, I had three apartments already by myself. And there's people out there who are just either now moving into their first or they're still praying for their first apartment, you know, 
And it just reminded me to to be grateful for the journey that I've been on, for the blessings that God sent me, because I am so blessed to even have this apartment that I have right now, especially under the circumstances of, you know, just financially struggling. And um, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys, like I've owed the rent on the apartment and somehow God is still making a way that I have a roof over my head. And I am forever grateful for that. So we can't always count our blessings as small because sometimes they're not small, um, to other people and really they're not small to us either we just have to ask god to give us the vision and give us the 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 open mind to see through his eyes and not through our own because we look at it through a fleshly matter like i said you're you're worried about the next best thing and god's like i just did this for you and this is major in your life like just enjoy that just sit in and soak that in and you know it it's it's just it's something so simple, but we just get so caught up in the worldly flesh of wanting the next best thing, of always on the go. And, you know, it's hard that we, we don't get the time to sit and enjoy the blessings that we get. We don't. We honestly don't. And I just, I think it's important that we have to start prioritizing that to, to try to be able to enjoy the things, the small things that God even gives us. So to close out this message for today, I want to leave things for you to do while you're in your waiting season. So one, continue to seek God. Read the word, read your Bible. Um, I think that is the most important thing you can do when you're trying to you know, build your relationship with God, when you're trying to gain more of his understanding and less of your own. Read your Bible. There's so much in there that can give you the wisdom. Um, like I said, you can learn about God's characteristics, which helps building you uh, that trust that you are able to give him, um, helps build your faith. And it's just so important. So please, please, please read your Bible. And uh, number two, serve others. So take your eyes off yourselves and be selfless um, and meditate on this, you know, ask God, how can you be of a servant to others? Um, you know, maybe look into resources, what's in your neighborhood or in your church. Um, I know I'm trying to get into serving at my church, but, um, I really am waiting for them to post, which actually they might've, they might've just posted, um, they have to post their, their upcoming fall opportunities for serving. So I'm going to go onto their website and look into that. Um, in the past, it has been so hard just because of the schedule that they, you know, the days and the times. But if this means I have to take off of work so I can serve at an event, then that's what I'm going to do because I really feel like I'm being called to serve in my season of my life. So no matter what, is going on in your life, find a way to serve. Um, also, if you are listening to this and you are from the Philadelphia area or um, if you want to contribute in any way and how, I am hosting a 
donation event October 1st in honor of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the month of October. I am going to be doing a donation drive for um, items that are needed to take to the DMV shelter. And um, if you want to be a part of this in any way, shape, or form, you can message me on Instagram. Um, I can give you guys a P.O. box that you can send um, the items to. I have it listed on my Instagram. I will list um, the flyer in the um, show notes down here. Well, I would have to see if I'm able to do that. But I will list my Instagram again, and you can go, and it's pinned on my Instagram account, and I have a list of all the items that we are looking to collect to bring to the DMV shelter. Um, I am looking for volunteers. If anybody wants to join me the day of the event, if you're located in um, the Philadelphia area or Pennsylvania area, I'm really in need of someone to come and help just to collect the items and um, if you have a vehicle or if you know how to drive um, i'm going to need uh, forms of transportation to bring the items to the dmv shelter so you guys can serve in that way if you are feeling called to serve um, and then number three pray 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 talk to god god is going to give you the wisdom he is going to give you the word he is going to uh just guide your steps in any anything you're going through in your life or in the serving uh, part of your life. Number four, walk in gratitude. Thank God for all that he's already done. Again, don't overlook any of the things that you already have, big, small. Just remember you are blessed, you are favored, and you have so much that you can already thank God for. And number five, walk by faith, not by sight. Again, um, if you didn't hear my trusting God, survival mode versus trusting God, go listen to that episode. It's really good. Um, It just talks about trust and a lot of this walking by faith and not by sight. You know, we have to believe that God is working on our problems already. So we don't have to keep stressing about it. We don't have to keep thinking about ourselves. It opens us the opportunity to think of others because we already know God is already working on what we are so worried about. And um, another thing, don't don't feel like you have to serve because you think it's okay. That's the only way that I'm gonna I'm gonna get the reward. Um, don't give because you know you hope it's gonna hurry up and bring your blessing. You know, just give from your heart um, and just um, you know just bless others because you know not only that's what God did. God also calls us to do, but because you know we are all in this together you know we all go through life together and uh we all go through things and it's it's amazing to help other people it is amazing and it really hurts my heart when i can't even uh fathom how people don't care about other people and it's just such a a important trait to have in this life you know just to be loving and caring you know Um, Again, we're all in this together. We all go through things. And if we can help someone else to get through something they are going through, that is such a rewarding feeling in itself. Like God doesn't even have to bless me beyond that because that is my reward, just knowing that I was able to help somebody. So be of a good heart and uh, just put yourself out there, find a way to serve and follow those steps. And um, God is God is working on your issues, okay? God loves you. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you guys for for joining and listening on this episode. I really hope this message uh, touches your heart and hits you um, and just helps you um, 
you know, find your way to, to serving and, you know, continue to grow your relationship with God, continue to be a great uh, follower of Christ and just continue to do the kingdom work. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, guys. And I will uh, see you guys not next week, but the following week, because I did change um, the days that I'm going to be uploading this podcast because of uh, some things that I have going on in my life. So I will see you guys uh, in two weeks. Thank you so much. Love you.